I know you see me. Good morning. We're Joe and Lynette Collins. Welcome to See Me Church Online. We've got an exciting Easter program planned for you. My wife's going to share more about it. Happy Easter. First of all, I want to say I miss everyone. It's definitely been hard having distancing, but we're looking forward to one day being back together. Today, you're going to have a lot of fun because we have some special video, some special music. You're going to see a lot of the friends that you uh, usually get to see on Sunday morning uh, doing some reading. So we just want to welcome you and tell you Happy Easter, and I hope you enjoy your day with your family. So with that, I'm going to say a prayer, and let's on with the show. Father, thank you so much for this time. We thank you for Easter and the celebration of the resurrection that it is. And we pray, God, for your blessing to be upon us this morning as we worship you together. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Peter, stop! We'll get the guys to help with the search and then we'll divide up, all right? We'll have Andrew take the north, Bartholomew will take the bottom. Peter, stop! Look, I'm just as confused about this as you are. Someone stole him. That's the only logical explanation, John. Wait, 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 okay? Look, what we witnessed today. I, I, the guards, I, they took him. We have to move swiftly. We have to rebury the body properly. Look, Peter, stop! Okay, we need to go tell the others. Tell them what? What we saw. We saw nothing. Exactly. John, do you not understand that they are trying to stop us? That's why Jesus kept waking us up to pray. That's why they got to Judas. That's why. That's why they arrested Jesus. Just the other day, I was looking at him. I was looking him in the eye and I, and I told him that I loved him and that I would follow him to the ends of the earth. He was supposed to be our king. He is the king. When we were in the tomb, I remember something Jesus said. The linens were just lying there. That they, they were just lying there. No, no. Think bigger. Look, all of this, all of it, was supposed to be preparing us for this moment, for that empty tomb. We just couldn't see it. Couldn't see what? Okay. When Mary came back and said that the tomb was empty and that the angel of the Lord was there, that's when it started to come back. To John, me. enough. We can reminisce about this later. Jesus is missing. We have to go find him. He's not missing. That, that's the point. Look, he was trying to tell us about this. Jesus was preparing us for this. He's risen. Peter, he's a different kind of king, and he always was. Peter, do you remember that night Jesus asked us who we thought he was? When he called me Satan? Yeah. Yeah, I called him... Lord of all, Peter. We just didn't understand. But he's gone. No, he's risen. He did it. 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 Peter, he's risen. He's risen. He's risen. He's risen. He did it. 
Do you hear that world? He's risen! He's risen! He's risen! Hi there, we are the awesome family and we're gonna be reading John 20 verses one through 10. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved and said, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there, but did not go in. Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus's head. The cloth was still lying in its place, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went inside. He saw and believed. They still did not understand from scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. The celebration we call Easter began some 2,000 years ago with an empty tomb. While the death of Jesus had been observed by both friends and enemies, no one observed the resurrection. The first indication that something extraordinary happened was early Sunday morning when Mary found the tomb opened and empty. Alarmed, she called Peter and John to the scene. They entered and found only linen. The real story though is not what they found, but what they didn't find. No seal, no guards, and no body. In accordance with Jewish practice at the time, Jesus's remains were washed and wrapped in linen, then placed in a nearby tomb with a large stone covering the entrance. Curiously, the stone was also sealed into place and an around-the-clock guard was posted nearby. Why the extra precautions? Because Jesus promised, after three days, I will rise again. The religious authorities who condemned him were concerned that overzealous followers might try to steal his body and claim he had risen. They never expected him to keep his promise, but he did. The movement Jesus started would have easily been lost to history if the seal was never broken, the guards stayed at their post, and his body never left the tomb. But it was. They didn't, and he did. Throughout history, no reasonable explanation has been able to account for these and many other curiosities surrounding the death and burial of Jesus Christ, except the resurrection. Amen. We believe. We believe in God the Father. We believe he made heaven and earth and you and me. Created from the hands of the Creator. We didn't make ourselves. No. He has made us. We believe in Jesus Christ, his only son, the one that was spat on, the one that was crucified on our behalf, the one that our sin put into the grave. But our worst could not keep his best from shining through. 
On the third day he rose out of the grave. On the third day he invaded the world. On the third day he was free. On the third day we are free. Third day changed the world forever. Today can be the third day. Today is the day that God has made. Today is the day Christ will transform our lives. Today our broken hearts are healed by his hands. Today he will rescue us from the grave. Rejoice, people of God. Shine in his glorious light. We believe the good news. God is here and his grace will change the world. This we believe. Morning church. Today I'm gonna to be reading out of John chapter 20, verses 11 through 18. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, woman, why are you crying? They've taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they've put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, woman, why are you crying? Who is it that you're looking for? Thinking that he was the gardener, she said, sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I will go get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, meaning teacher. Jesus said, do not hold on to me for I have not yet ascended to the father. Go ahead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he, what he had said. Okay, it is clear from all accounts that the risen Jesus is the same person who died on the cross. Yet strangely, in many resurrection appearances, Jesus wasn't initially recognized by those who knew him best. After witnessing the crucifixion, the last thing his followers were expected to see was Jesus alive again. However, Jesus wasn't the only one who was hard to recognize after the resurrection. The disciples had changed as well. At the time of Jesus' arrest, his followers fled in all directions. They were terrified and in hiding. Then something unexpected happened. Not long after the first Easter Sunday, those close to him who had with witnessed the crucifixion and burial only a short time ago, began to boldly and publicly proclaim that Jesus had raised from the dead. They did so at tremendous personal risk. Of the 11 men who knew him best, all but one died a martyr's death. Many more followers suffered persecutions and death as well and did so willingly. It has been said that people will die for a cause they believe in, but what about a lie? If Jesus never really died on the cross and his remains were never really placed in the tomb and he never really rose from the dead, then every man and woman who claimed to witness these things suffered for a cause they knew to be a lie. Would you? There's only one explanation for such a radical change among those who knew Jesus best, the resurrection.
Perfect. Yeah. Evening of the first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked in fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After this, he showed his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive for the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. <clears throat> if you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Jesus appears to his disciples. By Sunday night, the dazed and confused disciples gathered in a locked room. They needed time to catch their breath and make sense of all that happened. Then suddenly Jesus appeared and said shalom. A typical Hebraic greeting translated into English as peace be with you. It was Jesus' way of telling his disciples that everything was going to be okay. He wanted them to experience an inner peace and clarity that only comes because of his presence. All at once, the breathless disciples were breathing again. With their nerves calmed and their minds at rest, an overwhelming joy filled their hearts. Their teacher, leader, and friend, who was once dead and had wounds to prove it, is alive again. Then suddenly and again, shalom. This time, it was more than a wish for them to be clear-minded and at peace. It was also a mission. As Jesus was sent by the Father to breathe peace into them, he now sent them to breathe that same peace into others. The kind of peace that carries with it forgiveness. We too share this mission. Will you be the one to breathe peace into your family, friends, and neighbors? Will you be the one who tells them forgiveness is found in and because of the risen Jesus? Will you tell them about the resurrection? Good morning, church. My name is John Teal, and I want to wish you a happy Easter to you and your family. As you may know, it is our custom at Simi Church to spend some focused time in prayer. So for the next few moments, we will break away so that you can pray silently by yourself or pray with a family member. And when we come back from the break, I will close this segment out with a prayer. I see my pride. 
Father God, we want to come before you and worship you. We want to worship you for who you are, the God of the universe, the God of our souls. God, we want to find great hope in you. And we do find great hope in you. We find great hope in Easter. For we know that you have overcome the power of the grave by the resurrection of Jesus. And Father, we know that our nation and the world is going through difficult times right now. And we've we pray, God, that you will work in amazing ways. We pray that you work in ways that we just simply don't understand. God, we trust in your sovereignty. We trust in your power. We trust in your grace and your mercy. God, help us to be a source of hope and light for those who do not know you, for those who are hurting, and for those who are seeking you. God, we want to thank you for Jesus and for his life and his example for his willingness to live a sacrificial and surrendered life. God, we thank you for the cross. And most of all, we thank you for the resurrection. God, we pray that you bless this service today. We pray that you move in miraculous ways. And we thank you for this time that we can worship you on Easter. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. John 20, 24 through 29. Now Thomas, also known as Didymus, was one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands, and put my finger where the nails were, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believed. Jesus appears to Thomas. After Mary, Jesus also appeared to a number of women as well as two disciples walking on the road to Emmaus then Peter, and finally the rest of the disciples. For reasons unknown, the only person in Jesus' inner circle not to have seen him that first Sunday was doubting Thomas. We call him that because no matter how hard the others tried to convince him that Jesus really had risen from the dead, he refused to believe, saying, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. The following Sunday, he got what he asked for and a whole lot more. Thomas and the other disciples were in the same locked room as before, when suddenly he was face to face with the risen Jesus and cried, My Lord and my God. And with that, doubting Thomas was no more and witnessing Thomas was born. Tradition says Thomas witnessed in Babylon, then Persia, and continued witnessing until his martyrdom in India. 
Since then, billions of people throughout history have cried, my Lord and my God. T today, Christianity is by far the largest religion in the world and the only one with a major presence on every continent, thanks to former doubters like Thomas. What's the one thing that convinced people who never personally met the risen Jesus or even lived at the same time in history to erase their doubts and believe? The resurrection. John 20, 30-31 Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. The purpose of John's Gospel. The author of this resurrection account tells us that he recorded these events so that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Let's consider for a moment the significance of the resurrection. If Jesus really did rise from the dead, and the evidence says he did, then he really is divine. Therefore, all doubts about him are groundless. He cannot have been merely a carpenter, teacher, or even a prophet. He has to be who he claimed to be, the Son of God. And through his sacrifice on the cross, he atoned for our sins. And through his resurrection, he offers eternal life to all who believe in his life, death, burial, and resurrection.
Well, that's it. Thank you for joining us and celebrating Easter with us this morning. You know, at Simi Church, we believe the Bible is the best source of truth in our world today. In it, we learn that Jesus is Lord, He lived a sinless life, died on a cross, and rose to life again. And it's in this belief that we do everything. We are a member-supported church by people like me. You can give today or online at seemechurch.org or by texting keyword seemechurch to 77977. I want to remind you to take some time today and commune with God. All you need is a piece of unleavened bread or matzah and a small cup of grape juice or wine. And take some time and reflect on the death, burial, or resurrection of Jesus Christ. Finally, we want Simi Church to be your church, your family's church, and your friend's church. You can join us right here every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. or in person once we get the all clear. Lastly, I'm going to close out with a word of prayer, and afterwards, I'm going to replay that beautiful song by Peter Wade entitled, I Know, in its entirety. Let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for Easter and the reminder that it is of your son and his resurrection. We praise you for the resurrection and the life that it gives each and every one of us. Help us to take time today to commune with you, to remember the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and to recommit ourselves to you through him. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Enjoy the song. I know you see me because I feel you. I know you hear me because I seek you. I know you see me because I feel you. I know you hear me because I see you.
I know you see me because I feel you. I know you hear me because I seek you. I know I see.